We'll take our text this evening from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning at verse 12. 1 Thessalonians 5, 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. These verses are some of Paul's uh, final instructions and final advice to the uh, Thessalonian church. I'm sure there could be many, many sermons preached from these 11 verses that I just read here. Paul covered many topics, mentioned many different topics here in these verses. But this evening, we will look at verse, uh, with the Lord's help, at verse 17. Pray without ceasing. Brother Dave's sermon this morning was about abiding in the vine, being attached to the vine. We abide in the vine through prayer. We stay attached to the vine through prayer. That's the connection that we have uh, to the vine. To pray without ceasing uh, would be to be in a spirit of prayer, to have a pattern of prayer, have an attitude of prayer, acknowledging our dependence on God, praying frequently with short prayers, When situations come up, our first thought should be to pray. And this will all come about uh, following our regular pattern of daily prayer times. Jesus set the example for us, the importance of prayer. Jesus took time to pray. If Jesus took time to pray, where does that put us? We need to take time to pray. First chapter of Mark, verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. That was Jesus. He felt the burden of the day that was coming uh, before him. He went from place to place. He always seemed to have a, a multitude of people around him. He was always preaching and teaching, changing lives, touching the sick. But here it says in Mark, uh, in the morning, rising up early, 
He went out to a solitary place, a place all alone, and spent some time in prayer to his heavenly Father. Sixth chapter, verse, verse 46 says, And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. When he sent the multitude away, when he sent the people away that had been there with him, uh, no doubt all day, uh, and Jesus, he took on the form of man, so he had to be exhausted at times physically. He had to be exhausted uh, spiritually at times, where he just needed uh, some time alone uh, to be with the Lord. It says he sent the multitude away and went into a mountain to pray. Fifth chapter of Mark, verse 16. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. There's many times through the scriptures where Jesus took time to pray. Uh, Luke 6, chapter, verse 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out uh, into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. He needed spiritual strength from God. He needed help from the Lord. He, he, he spent all night, uh, in prayer. So I thought about this. I remember a time at Midwest camp meeting when there was an all night prayer meeting. And the next morning, before breakfast, the people that had spent all night in prayer, you wouldn't know they had been up all night and hadn't had any sleep. They were excited. They were wound up. They, they, they wanted everybody to know what had happened overnight. They had been in an all-night prayer meeting. But Jesus continued all night praying to his heavenly Father. 22nd chapter of Luke, beginning verse 39, uh, Jesus prayed to his heavenly Father, and he also gave uh, his disciples some instructions on prayer uh, at the same time. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, here's the instructions he gave to his disciples, pray that ye enter not into temptation. See, Jesus knew what was ahead. Jesus knew what was coming. And he knew that the disciples would be scattered. And so he prayed uh, that they would enter not into temptation. We need to pray so we won't enter into temptation. You know, the devil wants us to get sidetracked. The devil wants us uh, to enter into temptation. You know, the devil wants to uh, throw up something before us and get us thinking about something else instead of thinking about the Lord. Well, Jesus told his disciples to pray that they wouldn't enter into temptation. Verse 41, And he was withdrawn from them about his stones cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, 
but thine be done. If Jesus prayed that prayer to his heavenly father, shouldn't that be our prayer too? Not my will, but thine be done. As we come before the Lord and we lay our lives out before the Lord, as we're making consecrations to the Lord, we just tell the Lord, not, not what I want, but what you want. Jesus knows what's best for each one of us. And he wants to give us the best. Verse 43, And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as as it was great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Jesus is in agony of prayer here. It says an angel came and strengthened him. We have angels that watch over us. Thankful for that. There's times that people testify how close of an accident was there. A situation that came up so close. But they could look at those situations and say the Lord was there. Well, we could say the angel was watching over us at times like that. Jesus gave his life for us. We owe him our lives. Romans, the 12th chapter and verse 12, speaks of continuing instant in prayer, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. As we continue uh, in the spirit of prayer, then our natural response uh, should be instant in prayer. That when something comes up, our first thought should be, I need to pray. I remember years ago, I was driving the church van, had a load of people in the church van. All of a sudden, uh, the vehicles in front of us, I made an emergency stop. And as I slammed on the brakes to try to stop, uh, one of the dear saints just cried out to the Lord. Just a moment of time. But the Lord was there. There was no accident. Everybody stopped. But it's times like that, that our natural response should be, we just cry out to the Lord in, in just a, 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 a quick, short prayer. But the Lord hears those prayers. Colossians 4.2, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. When we come before the Lord, we come with a, a praise and a thankful heart. We'll thank the Lord for what he's done for us, how he has answered prayers for us. Uh, we won't come with a thankful heart and a thankful spirit uh, before the Lord. Psalm fifty-five, seventeen. David speaks of a time uh, during the day to pray. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. David knew what it meant to pray. He was prayed up. When he went before Goliath, he was prayed up before he went before Goliath. He, he had no hesitations. He, he knew his God. He knew God would go before him. He, he didn't know how it was going to turn out. He didn't know how God was going to direct that stone uh, that day. But he had confidence in his God. 
because he had a prayer life. Uh, and he knew that God would be there and undertake for him. When we pray, we also uh, wait upon the Lord. Isaiah 40th chapter, verse 31 tells us, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Wait upon the Lord. The Lord is always on time. He's never late. We just need to put our trust in him and wait upon him. When we think we need an answer right now, the Lord knows when we need need the answer. As we wait upon the Lord, he shall renew our strength. Uh, We shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Aren't those encouraging words? That we just put our trust in the Lord and just depend on the Lord? Let him take charge of the schedule? The Lord knows the best schedule for us. We may think what we need and the schedule we need, but the Lord knows the right schedule for each one of us. Jesus hears our prayers. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Seek and find. We seek the Lord. He shall be found. When we search with all our heart. When we come before the Lord with whatever we have, the burden on our heart or an experience that we need, as we just lay our lives out before the Lord, as we make those consecrations to the Lord, the Lord will be there. He'll be found when we seek his face. He's not hiding from us. He's more willing to give than we are to receive. We just need to seek his face and reach out to him in faith believing. Daniel is an example for us as a pattern to follow. No matter the situation, no matter the situation, pray. Pray. Pray when it looks like an impossible situation. Pray when it looks like your life is on the line. Pray when it looks like there's no hope for you. Daniel found that. Sixth chapter of Daniel, verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, you know, Daniel was, had been appointed one of the governors in the kingdom. There were three governors. There were princes, I think 120 princes. Daniel was a governor that was over all of them. You know, the others didn't like that. They tried to find fault with Daniel. They, they, they watched his life. They watched the job that he did. No, they couldn't find anything wrong. His, his work habits were good work habits. He, he worked as unto the Lord. The responsibilities he had 
they're working for the king. But, you know, his life condemned them. So they're trying to find something because they wanted to get rid of him. And they finally decided the only way that they could do it was against his God. You know, they couldn't find anything there either. But they just kind of twisted things up a little bit. So 10th verse says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, see, they, they, they came up with this decree and went, and went to the king and says, Oh, we all agree together. Nobody should serve any other God for 30 days except for you, king. And at that point, uh, I guess we could look at this and think the king kind of was lifted up in himself. Thought, well, that's probably a good thing. So he just signed it without really considering what he was doing. Because, you know, he liked Daniel. He, he saw that Daniel was faithful. But he, but he signed that decree. And, and so those, those uh, governors and the princes, they, they left there. Uh, they no doubt thought, we've got Daniel. This, it won't be long. Because they were watching his life. You know, the world watches our lives. We won't be faithful to the Lord, even when the world is watching our lives, to, to keep that same pattern that we normally are in. So he went into his house, and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. You know, Daniel had a pattern of prayer. He, he had a schedule when he prayed. You know, those, those, those men knew that. They, they knew what his schedule was. They, they were watching. Daniel didn't change. I suppose you could say, well, he could have saved his life if he would just left his windows closed. But you see, the way he had been living, he continued to live that way. Knowing there was a decree out. Knowing that uh, there was a decree that he couldn't serve any other God. But he continued to serve his God. The one that made a difference in his life. So those, those, those men were watching. So they went to the king and, and just let the king know, hey, just live forever. But, but there, there was one person that's, that's not worshiping you. It was Daniel. When, you know, the king felt bad. Because he, he, he appreciated the job that Daniel had been doing. He, he knew about Daniel. He knew Daniel served the living God. And he tried to work out something that he, so he didn't have to put Daniel in the lion's den, but it came down, he had, he had to do it. And so Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. But you know, it says the king uh, put in a sleepless and a restless night. He, he, you know, he knew what he had done was wrong. But you know, he had some... He has some confidence in Daniel. He has some confidence in, in Daniel's God. Because early, he says early the next morning, he went to the lion's den. Can you imagine the king going there? There were probably people watching him too. But he cried out 
to Daniel, called his name. It says, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths that they have not hurt me. It pays to pray. It pays to have a pattern of prayer. It, it, it pays to uh, 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 pray without ceasing. To, to be ready on a moment's notice to cry out to the Lord and ask the Lord to help in every situation that comes our way. We receive from the Lord whom we spend time in prayer. To be saved, it comes through prayer. That's the only way. We come, ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins, repent of our sins, ask Jesus to come into our lives. Just a, just a, a, a simple little prayer. It doesn't take very long to make an honest prayer before the Lord. God be merciful to me, a sinner. Will it change a, a sinner's life? to a Christian's life in just a moment of time and they will know when it happens. If you're in that place tonight, the, the Lord wants to do it for you. It, it's a miracle. Just like Daniel uh, surviving the, the lions and he was in the lion's den but the lion's mouths were shut. The angels shut the lion's mouth. That's a miracle. Being saved is a miracle. Daniel prayed and the Lord saved him from the lions. You can pray and the Lord can save you from a lost eternity. Tonight. Tonight. Brother Randy sang that song. There's a judgment day coming. It's getting closer every day. We got to be ready for that day. The, 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 the crying, the weeping, the gnashing of teeth is going to take place. But we don't want any part of that. You can be saved tonight if you're not saved. We invite you to pray tonight. If, if you're saved and you need your sanctification, Jesus is here. He wants to give it to you. You get it through prayer. It's more than just coming to church. We need to kneel before the Lord and, and lay our lives out before the Lord. Make those consecrations. The Lord is asking you to uh, consecrate something to Him. Uh, give it to Him. Give it to Him and He'll sanctify you. That old sin nature, that damnic nature will be removed out of your life. It will be over within a moment of time. And you will know it. You'll be different. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. You get it the same way. Through prayer. You know, uh, Christians, Christians can encourage other Christians. Christians can encourage ones to be saved. And that's, that's all good and it helps. But the experiences come when that individual prays. And they pray through. Salvation, sanctification, the baptism. Whatever it is, Jesus is here tonight with open arms. He just said, come to me. I'm here. 
Jesus is here. He wants to give those experiences tonight. You need them. It'll make a difference in your life. So we're going to have a time to pray. We invite you to come and pray tonight. Take some time before you leave to pray to the only true and living God. Let's stand and sing number 640 and come and pray. <laughs>